the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A lot of lives are going to change tonight. That's right. In uh, case you hadn't heard, the NFL draft is tonight. And over the next two days, uh, we won't get, and we're not going to get into the Steelers, uh, might, who they might take or should take because this isn't a sports show. But I'm kind of hoping they don't get a quarterback and that the Browns can't trade Baker Mayfield and release him and he ends up with the Steelers just to see everybody's head explode. But anyway, enough about that. What's always fascinated me about the draft is beyond the football aspect of it. If you go all the way back to 1970, when the Steelers drafted Terry Bradshaw, forget about what it meant for the football team winning four Super Bowls and all that stuff, but just think about what it did for Terry Bradshaw. He ended up marrying Miss Teenage Pittsburgh, a girl named Melissa Babich. And the Steelers were only able to get him because before the draft, they won a coin toss with the Chicago Bears. So look at the direction that Bradshaw's life went in because of the flip of a coin and then being drafted by the Steelers and being part of four Super Bowls. And if he ends up with the Bears, he may have just had a routine career, never gotten into TV or been in any movies, and Melissa Babich would never have known him, much less married him. Well, tonight, 32 men in their early 20s are going to be drafted. There's a good chance that none of them know right now where they're going to end up three hours before the draft starts. Uh, So there's a kid out there who might not be able to find Pittsburgh on a map. And after 10 o'clock tonight, Pittsburgh will be forever a part of his life from here on out. And he may live here the rest of his life. How many Steelers from the 70s are still in Pittsburgh? That was all determined during draft day. Lynn Swan was drafted in the first round in 1974. As far as I know, he still lives in Pittsburgh. He ran for governor of Pennsylvania. And that was all determined by what happened before the Steelers' turn came up in 1974 that allowed him to still be available and allowed the Steelers to make him their first pick. And that will be the case with every guy who's drafted between now and Saturday. Somebody's future wife is sitting in one of the NFL cities right now and doesn't know it. I think it's kind of amazing. Anyway, you know what else is amazing? A comedy about abortion. There's one opening tonight in New York, and when we come back, we're going to talk to someone who tried to put on a play about abortion that's anything but a comedy, and the theater canceled him. And in our second half hour, we're going to talk to Dinesh D'Souza about his new movie coming out called 2,000 Mules. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. This is jaw-dropping. 2,000 Mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. Cell phone geo-tracking tells the truth behind the 2020 election conspiracy. Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. This is organized crime. They have ruined election day in the United States of America. That's provable. 2,000 Mules in theaters May 2nd and May 4th with a special virtual premiere May 7th. Tickets available only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. 
hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider Podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Connecticut Hedge Fund CEO David McCormick desperately sought President Trump's endorsement, but failed because of his liberal, woke, pro-Biden and pro-China record. Some of the opponents, I have to tell you, are very pro-China, and they're going to let China eat our lunch. We can't let that happen. Other candidates like Jeff Bartos and Carla Sands are more conservative than David McCormick. Bartos and Sands sought Trump's endorsement, too. But President Trump picked Dr. Oz. He is pro-life, and he is very, very much in favor of the Second Amendment. He'll fight for strong borders. He's got a movement going along with our movement, and he's very well supported by people like Sean Hannity. I see ads in Pennsylvania where they're all claiming that they have my support. They don't have my support. The only one that has my support is Dr. Oz. Endorsed by Trump, pro-gun, pro-life. Dr. Oz for Senate. I'm Dr. Mehmet Oz, a candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Dr. Oz for Senate. Well, you know, the uh, Democrats and the mainstream media claim the 2020 presidential election was the most secure election in American history, but many voters, and I'm guessing you too, suspect something went wrong. You might be shocked to hear the truth. 2000 Mules is a film that tells the story of the ones who tried to hijack a presidential election and exposes jaw-dropping evidence about what really happened in November of 2020. You can visit 2000mules.com and buy your tickets today to see the movie on May 2nd and May 4th. Uh, Showings are selling out fast, so buy your tickets before they're gone. Movie tickets will not be available at the box office, so buy them online today. And that's the number 2000mules.com. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, what are the chances of you buying a ticket to an off-Broadway play called a comedy, by the way, uh, with the name, Oh God, the Truth About Abortion? If you knew that it was supposed to be a comedy, would you buy a ticket for it? Well, it opens tonight. Another play about abortion also opens tonight, but it almost didn't. It's called Oh Gosnell, The Truth About Abortion, and it was written by Phelan McAleer, and he joins us now. Phelan, thanks for being here. Hello, John. Good to be on your show. Yes, always good to have you. So your play will open tonight and run through May 15th at the Chain Theater Studio, I understand, but that theater wasn't your first choice. So who canceled you and why? In the first, well, yeah. Well, spot. just just let you know, we've had a few issues. Yeah, so the, yeah, the thing was cancelled. So the, we we were supposed to be in uh, Theater Row, which is a very nice theater here in Manhattan, where I'm temporarily living. And uh, the the when when the director or when the owner of the Theater Row did a bit of googling, found out what the play was about. There was about Kermit Gosnell, the Philadelphia abortion doctor, who's America's biggest serial killer, and it was going to be the truth about abortion. They shut us down quicker than you could shut someone down. Uh, they don't. They don't want the truth. And the only reason we're bringing this play to New York is because there's a pro-abortion play on at the moment, uh, funded by Hollywood money. J.J. Abrams is producing it. Alana Glazer is producing it. It's called "Oh God, a Show About Abortion." So we thought we would have a play called "Oh Gosnell, the Truth About Abortion." Theirs is a comedy. Ours is a drama. It's based entirely on. 
the courtroom transcripts of the Gosnell trial, and it's a dramatic truth, and it's amazing. Yeah, uh, I got the name of the of the one that you're up against wrong. The, the first one is called "Oh, Oh God." Um, what's the first one? The other one called the one "Oh God," a show about abortion. Yours is yes. "Oh God," the truth about abortion. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, but this this theater, uh, they they actually said they were concerned for the safety of their staff because <laughs> of the, um, the the topic. That's yes. amazing. Yes, they're concerned with the safety of the staff. It must have been, you know, words hurt, you know, John. Please. I mean, this is, a, this is a joke. All these people, they're always all about how daring they are, how brave they are, how controversial they are. They wouldn't know controversy. They think controversy is something that all their friends at dinner parties agree with. No, that's not controversial. What's really controversial is when you lose friends over a play you put on, over a play you host. You know, but they, they have no courage, these people. They have no artistic integrity. They don't want the truth. They just want one-sided. They wanted this pro-abortion comedy uh, in the Cherry Lane Theatre, funded by Hollywood Big Bucks, and a little show that tried. Our little show gets cancelled. But as you say, we've got a new theatre. It's not opening now until the 5th of May. 5th of May, next Thursday, is the opening night. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be the truth, too. It's a, that's an amazing thing. You know, we have the trial transcripts. They're going to be reenacted. We have the, we have the grand jury report. Uh, you know, we have, we have lots of stuff, undercover tapes. We have lots of stuff. It's going to be a drama. It's a courtroom drama uh, uh, with a happy ending. Uh, Kermit Gosnell is serving three life sentences now at Huntington Correctional Institute. So this is a verbatim production. Uh, everything that's on stage was actually said by the human beings who were portrayed in the, on, in the play. Exactly, either in, during the grand jury process or during the trial process. So, you know, uh, it's, it's probably wrong to call me the writer. I'm more the curator of, of the truth of mm-hmm. what these witnesses say. And the, and the good thing about court, I went to the comedy about abortion last night, the Oh God uh, a show about abortion. I went to that comedy last night. You know, and it's, it's funny in parts, not that funny, but, it's, but they never tell you the truth about abortion. It's everything... It's funny about everything except abortion because they never mention, they never describe it, never tell you what it is. Well, I'll tell you in old Gosnell the truth about abortion. You know, we're, we are, we're facing some pretty hard truths, but justice prevails in the end. And uh, it's a great play and great actors and great director. So why is the, the, the play, Oh God, a show about abortion, uh, as you say, doesn't seem to want to talk about abortion. Why is it in the title, and is it is it a shock value to get people to come to see it? What's the point of the title? No, no, they think they, they want they, uh, they want to normalize abortion. That that's what they say, and that's what she says at the at the end of the thing. She needs to shout her abortion. She needs to listen by, written by a woman who had an abortion. She needs to shout her abortion. She needs to normalize her abortion. Uh, she had to rewrite the play because when she originally wrote it in twenty nineteen. She talked about women all the time, and then she had to reassure the audience tonight, uh, last night that when she said women, she knows that some women don't have uteruses, some women can't no, have babies. No, they, they, uh, they, yeah. they were able to work that in there, that some, some of the they people who had abortion are men? Yes, this is what she, this is, you know, this is basically the implication. So I, I was most abused at that, you know, oh God, the truth about abortion. But we're going to lie about basic human biology on the way there. And and who? Uh, what was the audience reaction to the to the show? They loved it, <laughs> of course. They uh, loved it. This is my half. They it, loved it. They thought everything she said was funny, and a big round of applause at the end. So that's why it's important that the other side is heard. I want people to go and see her play, and I want people to go and see our play. You know, oh, Gosnell, yeah. the truth about abortion, and and the, the website's gosnellplay dot com. Come uh, and uh, you know, on on Thursday night, for example, at the opening. We're going to have the detective at Gosnell in prison. We're going to have him doing a Q and A, so uh, you know to hear the real truth about how he was, this guy was caught in prison. And it's uh, oh Gosnell dot com, G O S N E L L, right? Dot com. Yeah, it's right. Gosnell play dot com. Oh, Gosnell play dot com. Okay, now um, uh, they, this theater that uh, canceled yours, your play. They had a. They had no problem with a play called Hitler's Tasters. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They said that one of the reasons uh, that they were canceling the play was because it was in a, because we were guilty of fraud and the play was inappropriate for children. And I was going, "Well, abortion is pretty inappropriate for children." But anyway, 
I said, you know, so I, I said, fine, I'll you know, appropriate for Then I looked at the play that they're currently showing in another, in another stage, and it's called Hitler's Tasters, about young girls exploring their sexuality in a Hitler's Germany. And I was like, okay. So that's appropriate for children. Interesting. That's a very interesting uh, juxtaposition there. I think we know, you know, we know what they want to do, and we know what they don't like. We're uh, talking to Fellow McAleer. He's a, uh, a writer, curator, he calls it, of uh, a play called Oh Gosnell, The Truth About Abortion. i got to ask you, Fellow, you, you're, you have a movie uh, background and a, an entertainment background, and you're involved in movies and plays and everything. How does somebody go in to pitch a movie uh, without getting laughed out of the room by saying, um, yeah, it's a story about uh, the uh, young girls and their sexuality in Hitler's Germany. Who? Uh, that almost sounds like uh, uh, springtime for Hitler from the movie The Producers. I mean, who comes? That really does. No, that's the way of the world. Now you, you probably get you probably get money to make springtime for Hitler as a serious movie. You know, uh, yeah. that's where we are now. You know, ten years ago there was a they, they, there was a kind of a, a, a openness, maybe a tolerance, but now they are proud. They they make money out of saying, we will not, you know, tell conservative stories. We will not hire conservatives. They get more money, the more outrageous and the more crazy they are. And they wonder why they're losing audiences. Yeah. Well, um, were there any younger people at Oh God, a show about abortion? Yes, there were. Kids? Yeah, there were. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not kids. No, no, but young women. There's a lot of young women there. No, no kids. No kids. Now, th- um, is this a one-woman show where she just gets up there and bab- yep, babbles yep. on about abortion? Yes, well, except she doesn't babble. She babbles on about everything else. You know, she babbles on about CBS uh, and, the, and the stock and the pregnancy tests and CBS and, and cockroaches and all this and women's cervix and women who don't have uteruses. But, she, you know, yeah. the, the abortion is dealt with in 10 seconds and then we go on to another joke. They do not want to talk about abortion. Because when people find out the truth about abortion, uh, they don't like it. Well, how were you able to find a theater to allow your play to, to open? I suppose somewhere there's, there's someone who, who, you know, who is at least neutral and wants all, all intellectual flowers to bloom and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, different opinions, you know. So we're, we're, we're lucky. Uh, at very last minute, it's a small theater. But we really want to fill it. We want to show pe- the world that there is an appetite for this. Uh, you know, I was at that play last night, Oh God, a show with abortion. It was only half full, interestingly enough. We'd like to fill our show every night. And and so I'm a little confused. Is, is, does it open tonight or May 5th? Uh, well, we were supposed to have previews this week, oh, okay. this weekend, but but because of the, the mess over the, the theater and other reasons, we've decided to just push, the, push it back to the official opening. You know, the previews were for critics, and the previews were just... Yeah. To, the cast would get their feet. But now the official opening is still the official opening Thursday, May the 5th. So critics haven't criticized this yet? No, they haven't seen it yet, So, but I'm, but I'm, I'm holding my breath. I'm sure it'll come. Yeah. Now, did you see any criticism, uh, uh, critiques of the, oh God, a show about abortion? Do they love it? They cannot love it more. It's the greatest <laughs> thing since sliced bread. It's, oh I tell you, it's, it's, you know, you read the thing and you think, oh, my God, I couldn't go there because my ribs would crack. I'd have to go to the emergency room. It's so funny. Believe me, it's not. But the critics could, I guess, one play of the year last time. You know, come on. It is. Yeah, they were inventing prizes to give it. it it's what, so, it, what um, this is just amazing. Um, and, and when you when you uh, released the movie, you had trouble getting uh, Gosnell, the Gosnell movie. Uh, distributed. You ended up having a, a successful run, didn't you? Uh, but you, you, it yeah, wasn't yeah, but, easy getting it out there. Now these people, you know, they, they pretend that, you know, there's, a, there's no one out there. They pretend, you know, that it's only themselves who watch plays and go to movies. And by the way, keep doing what they're doing and it will only be themselves. who They'll be making movies for themselves and the economic muscle crash. And that's why they're so scared of China. That's why every movie has to pass the Chinese censorship test. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way you can make a movie that's profitable nowadays. Now, uh, at what point did you actually decide to make this the play, uh, Oh God, The Truth About Abortion? Uh, at what point did you decide that you wanted to turn it into a play, and then how long did it take you to make uh, You know what? The, yeah, the reason I wanted to, once I heard, 
that, oh God, the show about abortion was coming along. I thought it was time that we should bring, it was just a direct response to the Hollywood J.J. Abrams uh, bringing an abortion comedy to Manhattan. I thought we should get the other side of the story. That's why ours is called Oh Gosville, The Truth About Abortion. Theirs is called Oh God, A Show About Abortion. So it's, you know, it's, it's time for, it's time to, to, to get, you know, get both sides of the story. I want people to go and see the abortion comedy and then come and see ours and they're going to make up their own mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I have to ask you, we're talking to fellow McAleer. He's the uh, uh, writer. I'm going to call you the writer of Oh Gosnell, The Truth About Abortion. It's going to be playing on Broadway, yeah. off Broadway, actually. Um, uh, you're also one of the producers of a movie called My Son Hunter, which we've talked about uh, quite a bit here. <laughs> And I wanted to make sure I uh, didn't let you go without uh, asking you how that's coming along and when it's going to be available. Well, the timing couldn't be better. Every day there seems to be a new Hunter Biden movie. I mean, a new Hunter Biden revelation. I mean, I spoke to someone last night and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to release it on Twitter because Elon Musk will love it. But somebody was telling me you can only put 10-minute movies on Twitter. I really wish we could uh, do a premiere of it on Twitter. Can you imagine Twitter going crazy over it? Uh, so, yeah, it's going to, you know, we're just at the final touches of it. I'm just going to look at another version of it now. We're just in the final days of the edit. Sound checks, picture checks, all the things that need to be checked off. So uh, it'll it'll be ready very soon, and then it's just a matter of planning the right launch. And so the movie is has been shot. It's done. It's in the can. Oh, yeah, we filmed it. it was, yeah, we filmed it in Serbia. You know, because Serbia has a lot of uh, strip bars and, and beautiful women, and no movie about Hunter Biden it could be complete without uh, strip bars and beautiful women. I mean, we, we, you know, it's, it's, it's set in Ukraine a lot, interestingly enough, mm-hmm. very hot topic at the moment. Hunter Biden did a lot of his dodgy dealing uh, with Ukrainian oligarchs tied to Russia. You know, don't forget, he was, work- he was working there when there was a pro-Russian president there who was overthrowing the revolution and eventually fled to russia you know that's who he was dealing with so you know well how much how much a, of this a, uh, excuse me but how much of the stuff that you're hearing coming out now didn't surprise you because of the research you guys did for the movie none of it has surprised me it's all been out it's, it's all been there uh, it's just the media you know and a lot has been reported because the conservative media doesn't have any real power any ability to travel. It just never went anywhere. But now the liberal media have, have got it. It's starting to go places and tr- Twitter is picking it up. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, you know, very little of a surprise me. Almost nothing. I, you know, I knew it all uh, because of our research for the book or for the movie. Um, and, uh, you know, it's time to bring this truth to a wider people. So watch out for my son Hunter coming, coming soon. And where will people uh, right now? If I uh, when it does come out, where will be? Where will the places be that people can see it? Well, we're we're we're, we're still working on that, but but you know, it's very quickly. It's going to be free to view. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be on YouTube, so we're going to get it to. Uh, we're talking to a number of people, uh, but we're very keen. You know, maybe premiere it on some sites. You know, on some streaming sites and that. But very quickly, then make it free to view because everyone needs to see it. And so it was. How was it funded? That was crowdfunding, total crowdfunding, just like Gosnell. And Gosnell was funded, I think, with, you know, 2.3 million from 30,000 people, many of them, your listeners, I might add. Uh, you know, uh, and th- that's the same. Actually, the, the Gosnell play has been funded as well by donations. So you can go to gosnellplay.com and, and help us. Because it's not easy when you lose your venue and have to hire different people and it costs money, you know, and it happens in an expensive city to be jumping around. So uh, any help that we can get will be very, very grateful. Uh, finishing up here with fellow McAleer. Uh, he's producer of uh, a writer of Oh, Gosnell, The Truth About Abortion, but also My Son Hunter, a, a movie that's coming out soon. Got to ask you before I let you go here, I'm just wondering with all this stuff almost daily about the Hunter, do you, uh, was there a point where you went, oh, my God, I think we might have started a little too early on this. We're missing all this good stuff. Or do you look at it like, hey, we got a sequel? If you wanted to tell Hunter Biden's full story, you need four movies. <laughs> so, so ultimately, you have to tell him. It's a mini series. Oh, okay. So you you're already thinking about a sequel, then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally, totally. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But you know, let's let's get it one one at a time. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm sure we'll talk again when the movie does come out and let everybody know where they can see it. Thanks, Phelan. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Okay. Uh, listen, uh, all the best, bye. <laughs> all right. We will be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. There's no let-up. Moscow's offensive in eastern Ukraine is gathering momentum, and some observers say it's likely that Russian President Putin wants to score a major battlefield success before Victory Day. That's an important Russian holiday on May 9th. The White House seeking $33 billion in military aid and humanitarian assistance for Ukraine. Congress already has approved $13.5 billion of defense and economic aid for Ukraine and Western allies. But that money is almost exhausted. So President Biden is asking for more assistance. The $33 billion request comes as Russia intensifies its invasion. On Capitol Hill, there's been wide bipartisan support for giving Ukraine all the assistance it needs. What else correspondent Greg Cluxton? Stocks sharply higher. The Dow is up 700 points. This is SRN News. Seems like just yesterday when I captured my son's first steps or when we recorded his soccer games on VHS tapes. Those moments are gone. But the old home movies and pictures don't need to be. That's why my son created Legacy Box. That's right, Mom. Over a million families have used Legacy Box to digitally preserve their old home movies and photos. Simply fill Legacy Box with your old camcorder tapes, film, and photos. They will professionally digitize and send them back on DVDs, thumb drive, or the cloud. With Mother's Day around the corner, it's the perfect time to get your legacy box and save your family's history. After all, few things are as important as protecting your precious memories. Give your mom a Mother's Day present she'll never forget. Legacy Box is offering a 60% discount. Order yours today and take advantage of our best Mother's Day sale ever. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX and for a limited time, get an incredible 60% off your order. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 60% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Jay Sekulow and crew is having fun watching a meltdown. They defrottle conservatives all the time. I think what you're scared about is that Elon Musk is saying, I'm going to show the world the algorithm. No other social media company is doing that. They're not ever letting you see how the sausage is made. That has, They are just melting down. Secular live weeknights at 6 on AM 1250. The answer. Head out on the highway. A two powerful wheels. Where fun and adventure is part of the deal. Piss Cycles is calling your name. Piss Cycles. Piss Cycles. Loving the freedom every single mile. A biker's lifestyle. Piss There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. And FM 92.5, The Answer, WPGP, Pittsburgh, W223CS, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. A busy afternoon, inbound 28 delays Fox Chapel Road to the Highland Park Bridge. Outbound Butler Street up to the bridge is stacking up. Parkway East outbound around a 10-minute delay. Boulevard of the Allies up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Heavy inbound to the tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. And we're stacked up on the Parkway West inbound. Close to a 10-minute delay, Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Freeze warning remains in effect late tonight through tomorrow morning. For tonight, mainly clear. Temperatures approaching near record lows. There will be a freeze with a low of 30. Brilliant sunshine for tomorrow. The high 60. Sunshine mixing with a few clouds Saturday. Despite a chilly start, you can expect a milder afternoon. We'll reach a high Saturday of 66. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. We are six months away from another federal election. That means the last one's a year and a half behind us. And there are still millions of people out there who either don't believe the results from 2020, uh, and that includes the guy who lost the big one, Donald Trump, uh, they, or they, they, just, uh, they just don't believe it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Dinesh D'Souza has made some films that make Democrats and their friends in the media very nervous. He's made another one. It's called 2,000 Mules, and Dinesh joins us now. Dinesh, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, my pleasure. Uh, thanks for having me. i got to ask you to start off, what's a mule? A mule is a paid political operative that delivers fraudulent or illegal votes to mail-in drop boxes, typically in the middle of the night. Okay, I think that's, I, I figured that's what the uh, definition was. But how does the movie show how these mules were tracked and what they accomplished? So the movie is the first um, demonstration, not of anomalies or episodic fraud, but rather coordinated systematic fraud targeted in the five key states where the election was decided. The research was done by a group called True the Vote, and what they did was they bought cell phone geo-tracking, of all the cell phones in a given area, so for example, in Atlanta, in Phoenix, in Milwaukee, in Detroit, in Philadelphia, for the period October 1 through Election Day. Everybody's cell phone, 10 trillion pings. And then they ran a search algorithm that looked for people, mules, going to 10 or more drop boxes. So think about this. There's no rational reason for anyone to do this, let alone at 1 or 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning. But they were able to identify hundreds of mules in each of these cities, totaling well over 2,000 mules. So that's where we get the title for the movie. We have 2,000 criminals who are part of a criminal network organized by the left to swing the election for Joe Biden. So explain to me, how how do you... Uh, match the cell phone number with the alleged or the, the alleged mule. The suspected so the only mule. way to do that is um, for law enforcement to uh, get a warrant and then go to the cell phone provider and they will tell you that this cell phone belongs to Dinesh D'Souza and then they come and make an arrest. But how did the, I guess I'm, I'm having a little, I'm a little confused with how they knew which phones to check. Oh, right. This is how you do it. Uh, it's, it's actually something that's very common these days. So essentially in our cell phones are hundreds of apps. And when we download these apps, we perhaps unwittingly give permission for our information to be tracked. And there are aggregators, about 40 of them in the country, big ones, and they sell this data. And so companies can buy it. That's why when you're in a mall, you get a notification, hey, there's a special going on over here. Or you land uh, for vacation in Naples, and suddenly you get a notification about the weather in Naples, and you're like, how'd they know I was in Naples? Well, <laughs> that's because they're geo-tracking you. Yeah. But, but uh, at some point, they, they say, listen, we think this Dinesh D'Souza guy's a mule. Check his phone. 
How do they come? How do they start? How do they suspect that you're the mole? Uh, I'm sorry, the the mule. Right. So here's what you do. You buy the entire cell phone traffic of a particular area. Let's just take, for example, uh, 10 drop boxes in downtown Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? These yep. are mail-in drop boxes. This is not the U.S. mail. This <laughs> is only to put in the ballot. Right. These are mail-in drop boxes. And what you do is you, it's called geofencing. You just draw a circle around those drop boxes, right? So what True the Vote did is they identified a series of left-wing organizations in these inner cities. These are activist left-wing groups. And what they're able to, to, to notice is that you have these cell phones that begin at the left-wing organizations and then go kind of mailman style on a route from one drop box to the next drop box to the next drop box to the next drop box. So while there might be a hypothetical reason to go, let's say, to two drop boxes, there's no rational reason or innocent reason to go to 10. Now, here's, the, here's what clinches the issue. We're not making this case based on geo-tracking alone, but geo-tracking supported by video evidence. Mm -hmm. So let's say, for example, you track Dinesh D'Souza's phone, and you see him going to multiple drop boxes in the middle of the night. Then you go to the surveillance video, and whoa, there's Dinesh, and what's he doing? (laughs) Throwing in ballots one after the other into each of these drop boxes. So what I'm getting at is that the video supports the geo-tracking, and the geo-tracking helps point you to where to look for the video. Well, who, who recruited and organized the mules? Well, the mules at the immediate level were organized by these left-wing nonprofit groups that are very powerful. They're, they are long established in these inner cities, and they're the, they're the vote stash houses. That's where the mules get the ballots. The mules don't come up with the ballots themselves. They pick satchels of ballots from these nonprofits. Their job is, you know, it's like a drug trafficker or a sex trafficker. The mule is just the delivery guy. Okay. So, uh, and I have to stop here for one second, because I, I have to ask you this, uh, and we're talking to Dinesh D'Souza. He's uh, produced another film, and this one's called 2,000 Mules. I, um, I was very impressed by all the things I saw about the Dominion voting machines uh, that, that was supported by lots of really what I thought was a, a very compelling video. And I've seen, you know, the trailer for, for your movie, and, I've, and I've, it's impressive to me about, you know, the evidence that you have. But I, I, what I, I thought what I saw on the screen when I was looking at what was going on with Dominion voting machines was a slam dunk a fraud that's going on and that these people aren't going to get away with it, and it just disappeared. How is this different from what we thought was going on with the Dominion voting machines, and how is it a stronger case? Well, we've heard a lot of different types of fraud that were, have been brought up going all the way back to November of, of 2020. But in my opinion, while there's a lot of anomalies and in some cases episodic fraud, you know, a dead guy voting here, another guy stuffing a ballot box over there, no one has previously been able to show systematic fraud. Now, there were a lot of allegations about the Dominion machines, but to my knowledge, no one has ever gotten a hold of a Dominion machine, opened it up, and shown through some kind of software analysis, look, this is how this machine can actually switch votes back and forth from one guy to another guy. And so let me just say this. I'm not saying that there weren't other types of fraud. What we do in this movie is we zoom into one type of fraud that happens to be very old school fraud, right? I mean, the Democrats are the party of voter fraud, and this goes back to the 19th century. I mean, you'd have immigrants coming up off the boat, and Democrats would meet them at the pier and say, listen, I got a ballot. Can you sign right here? I'll take care of the rest. I'll fill out the rest of it for you, and then here's some money to go get a drink. So what I'm getting at is they've been doing this ballot ballot trafficking, if you will, in a slightly different form for 150 years. And my argument is that in 2020, they ramped it up a hundredfold. Why? Because COVID gave them the opportunity to do it. That was my next question. Does this movie get made if the Democrats hadn't succeeded in claiming a need for massive uh, mail-in voting? Absolutely not. So a lot of different things enable the fraud. Mark Zuckerberg comes in with a lot of money. He goes to these cities and counties, and he basically says, look, if you want to get my money, you're going to have to put up a lot of money. 
boxes. So it wasn't that the cities and counties said, we want the drop boxes, and Zuckerberg goes, I'll pay. No, he used his financial leverage and muscle to essentially pressure these cities and counties to set up the mail-in drop boxes, and without the mail-in drop boxes, the mules wouldn't have any place to go. And do you make the case that mules uh, affected the results in, in Pennsylvania? Mules affected the result in Georgia and Arizona and, and Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania, all, all the five key states. The reason is there are so many mules, they make so many trips, and they drop so many votes. So we do an elaborate and detailed and careful math in the movie where we look at each state. This is not just a matter of estimating some grand total. We look individually at the number of mules, the average number of Dropbox visits, the average number of fraudulent votes per drop. All this math is right there in the movie. And, and uh, we're talking to Dinesh D'Souza. He's the producer of uh, 2,000 Mules, coming out soon. Um, when did you see enough that, uh, and you've done some great movies, and uh, it's not something you take, uh, it's not a project you take lightly, and you don't just jump in and, and decide, hey, that'll make a good movie. When did you decide that you had seen enough that this has to be made into a movie, and this has to, people have to hear about this? My wife has been friends with Catherine Engelbrecht, who's the founder of the group True the Vote. And in the immediate aftermath of the 2020 election, this group was completely silent. And then we tried to find out why, and we realized they were working on a very different kind of project, which is this project. Now, once they showed us the geo-tracking evidence, I found it really fascinating because, look, here's a technology that was used to catch bin Laden. Uh, they were, the CIA was tracking not his cell phone, but the cell phone of some of his associates. The January 6th protesters were arrested because of their phones. Um, the, the, they were geo-tracked in the ca inside of the Capitol. Um, this is used in law enforcement every day. If there's a murder in a park in the middle of the night and they notice that there were seven cell phones in the area, they go and unmask the cell phones, meaning they find out the names of those people. Then they go visit them and interview them because those are seven suspects the cops are going to want to talk to. So this is happening all over the place. So we're using an extremely reliable technology that is based upon the simple idea that each of our cell phones has a distinctive or unique ID, a kind of digital signature. Uh, now, obviously, I can give my phone to my wife, and then she might be at the scene, yeah. but that my cell phone is at that location is not open to doubt. So, and then when I saw the video evidence, I was convinced, look, this is movie material, because, of course, when you're just making a movie about, you know, let's just say the burglary of Fort Knox, it's really nice to see the criminals breaking in. Yeah, yeah, you need the pictures. And so uh, I guess the advice would be if you're planning to commit a crime, you might want to leave your cell phone at home. Is that Excellent what? suggestion, although you still could be caught on the surveillance video. Yeah, yeah right, right. Um, so do you make the case, Dinesh, in, in the movie that, that, that because of some of these other um, cases of fraud, so, there's even been some people admitting to it being um, factual and, and, and legitimate, but they say, yeah, but, it, you know, not enough of it affected the election. This happens every election, and it's, you know, so what? Uh, are people going to be able to say that about this, that it that didn't affect, that you can't prove that it affected the results enough? To change the outcome? No, I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to be able to say that because this is organized fraud. See, there's no way that something like this could occur spontaneously. In fact, even the term voter fraud is misleading because voter fraud is some ordinary voter going, hey, I'm going to vote twice or something. Election fraud is when the fraud is coordinated by a political party or by a network of organizations. I mean, this is a fraud that required money, organization. The mules are just the kind of final end point of the fraud. And I think I saw or heard you say somewhere that uh, 2,000 doesn't even come close to describing the actual number of mules that were out there. That's actually right. The 2,000 number comes from looking at, at mules who went to 10 or more drop boxes. If you drop the search algorithm to five drop boxes, you get a whole bunch of other mules. So the, the 2,000 mules describes the most, let's just call them, highly motivated, industrious mules. What about the argument that the ballots being delivered by the mules were legal anyway? So what? They dropped them in a box. They're legal votes. You've got to count them. 
First of all, that's absolutely not true. First of all, they're not legal votes. There's no legal way for 400,000 votes in all the key states to end up with nonprofit organizations that then have to hire mules to deliver them. First of all, if it was a legitimate operation, why send these mules in the middle of the night? Why yeah. ask them to wear gloves so they don't, their fingerprints don't appear on the ballot? So these are not legal votes. But let's hypothetically say they are, okay? It, the point about it is that some states allow vote harvesting. In California, for example, you can give your vote to a friend and say, hey, you drop it off. In Georgia, however, and the other swing states, in Georgia, you have to give your vote. If you want your ballot dropped off, it has to be a family member or, if you're sick, a caregiver. No one else can take your vote and put it in a ballot box. And if any money changes hands, this is true in all 50 states, when payment is involved and you're paying a mule, that vote is a fraudulent vote and cannot be counted. And that's true in all 50 states. Would the evidence that you have uh, and what's seen in this movie stand up in court? It would stand up in court in, in this sense that it's the first step for law enforcement in these states to arrest the mules. The moment you do that, you ask them, hey, listen, who paid you? Who put you up to this? Who organized this? So this is the way they go about it, law enforcement does in any other area. So we're not asking them to do anything different. Obviously, this would be the starting point of the investigation. But sure, there are people much higher up than these mules. These mules are doing it, a lot of them, some of them maybe for ideology, but a lot of them simply for the money. And uh, real quick, um What's the reaction you're expecting or maybe you've already gotten from the media and Democrats? Well, the reaction so far, I would describe as silent fear. And I say that because I released a trailer. Look, this topic of election fraud is the most un untouchable subject. It's the most censored topic in the country. And I put out a trailer, trailer with millions of hits and not a single fact check on it. Why? Because the left is looking at it and they're basically going, oh, wow, how do we challenge this? We've got these guys on video and there's a whole lot more of that to come in the movie. Any reason to believe this isn't going to happen again in six months? No, there's been some you know, advances and some improvements due to the voter integrity laws in some of the states, but there are still some important things that need to be done. I just think it's really important for the country to come to grips with the possibility that, which I don't think we have had in American history before, of this kind of coordinated fraud across the country. In other words, not just in one state, you know, maybe there was some fraud in Illinois that gave the election to Kennedy over Nixon, but we've never had anything like this, and we are in some ways in uncharted territory. Where can people find the movie, Dinesh? They need to go to the website, which is 2000mules.com. Because of censorship, you can't find this on, like, Amazon Prime or Apple iTunes. My, my earlier movies all, all were on those platforms. But you go to the website, 2000mules.com. There's a limited theatrical release. You can buy DVDs. There's an at-home virtual premiere on May 7th. And then it's going to be available for digital download, but only on uncancelable platforms. So real quick, again, what, you mean you've been you've, you're having trouble getting uh, being able to promote this movie because you're getting canceled or or. Well, what I'm saying censored. is that you if I took the trailer of this movie and I put it up on Facebook, I would be immediately banned from Facebook because the discussion of election fraud is prohibited on that platform. The same with YouTube. So I've developed a whole new business strategy that doesn't rely on Facebook and doesn't rely on YouTube. But still, I'm going to make sure that the left can't duck this movie. They can't take it down. And anyone who wants to see it in the country will be able to do it. You're a bad man, Dinesh. I'm glad you're doing this. I appreciate you coming on the show. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. 2000mules.com. That's the website. All right. We'll be right back. Dr. Mehmet Oz confessed, quote, I'm not socially conservative. Mehmet Oz is a liberal on guns. Listen to him in his own words. How do we keep guns out of the wrong person's hands? Red flag laws. Even worse, Oz supported New Zealand-style forced government gun buybacks, tracking gun owners with universal licensing, and an assault rifle ban. No wonder Mehmet Oz confessed, quote, I'm not socially conservative. Mehmet Oz, a Hollywood liberal and total fraud. Dave McCormick, he's an Iraq combat veteran with a bronze star. 
He's a proud son of Pennsylvania and a sportsman. Dave McCormick is a conservative who you can trust to stand up to the woke liberal mob and protect your Second Amendment rights. Honor Pennsylvania Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Paid for by Honor Pennsylvania Inc. HonorPennsylvania.com Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. This product is life-changing. And I tell everyone what a blessing down to nature. Fruits and vegetables is it's amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. I'm telling you right now, this is an amazing thing. 30 days after taking this, everything is, is perfect. I could not be more happy. What a blessing. So, good job, down to nature. Good job. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code BALANCE. This is the John Stacker Walt show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Okay, so here we go again uh, with Robert Reich. He's the former Labor Secretary. He's a professor at Berkeley. You know, we started with a kind of a sports note with the draft to start the show, but this is a kind of sports. But this is a tweet from Robert Reich. So let me get this straight. Conservatives love free speech for Elon Musk, but hate free speech for Colin Kaepernick. That would be dumb enough if it's coming from somebody in the sixth grade, okay, who doesn't understand the difference between an employer saying, I have a pizza shop in a, in a uh, very liberal or maybe a, a, a mostly black neighborhood, and you're not allowed to wear a MAGA hat, okay, because it'll, it'll make my customers mad, and I don't want to. I don't care what your politics are. This moron who was the secretary of labor, thinks that Colin Kaepernick kneeling at a game and then and getting NFL owners upset with him, including his own boss, who was paying him $600,000 to be there that day. That's what he made per game. He thinks that's the same as, the co- as, as Elon Musk wanting free speech on Twitter and people being canceled. And some people are also comparing this to the coach that we talked about the football coach praying at uh, 50-yard line, and the government school telling him he couldn't do it, which means it was the government violating, possibly, his First Amendment rights. This is a guy who's a professor at Berkeley and a former uh, Secretary of Labor, and he considers himself an intellectual, and you know what he is? He's a moron. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.